for tuning in to the Bully Pew podcast brought to you by Protestia.com, where you can go, of course, to find all of the latest in Christian polemics and discernment news from the crack team at Protestia and other trusted and reputable sources of uh, troublemaking all over the interwebs. This program is brought to you, of course, by our intrepid and wonderful patron supporters who support us for only starting at only $5.95 a month. And you can join up with us on a financial level for really the the cost of a, a cup of coffee or two by going over to patreon.com forward slash protestia and joining up on a financial level for that. Of course, you get the full version of Protestia tonight, which is the the more, hopefully, hopefully more <laughs> researched and, and uh, uh, thorough uh, flagship podcast for Protestia. Uh, and uh, get, you'll get the full version of that, which includes the PTVIP, where you can ask questions, sincere questions, theological questions, discernment questions, um, whatever, whatever's on your mind. What, what you know, you can ask what my favorite food is. I'll tell you that kind of thing, but uh, only in the PTVIP. <laughs> and uh, you'll also get free. Uh, uh, ad-free browsing at protestia.com, which is uh, something that I think is um, folks like a lot. We don't do a ton of ads on the website, but uh, we have to do some because it costs money to run a website and it costs money to um, pay really what what meager and uh, humble amounts go to um, the handful of staff that keep this whole operation going. You are writing with yours truly, your host, David Morrill, on a drive through Metro Denver. Uh, on my way to where I'm going, and depending on the traffic, will that'll that'll um, determine the length of this this podcast. But the thing I, I wanted to talk about, because I'm I'm seeing this in in all over the uh, the sort of reformed conversation on the internet, and I think it's 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 worthy of discussion because there's there are disagreements um, among. Uh, folks that I, on a lot of issues we talk about, there are disagreements among folks that I trust and I uh, appreciate their ministries and I largely agree with them over things, but this is this is the process. There's always things that we disagree about and so we discuss them with one another and that's kind of what this podcast is about. The name Bully Pew, of course, is a play on the term Bully Pulpit, which I believe was coined by Franklin uh, no, no, actually Teddy Roosevelt, I believe, coined the term uh, when, the, when the word bully was used to describe something that was um, sort of special or helpful or praiseworthy. Um, and then, of course, pulpit being a place where you make a speech from. And he, in his case, he was referring to the bully pulpit, meaning the special access that the president of the United States has to the American people. Because as soon as he pulls up to a pulpit or a you know stand or whatever to make a speech, everybody perks up and listens. Of course, that's that's a, a lot less true today than it used to be. Um, but this program is hopefully giving voice to, in some small measure, those of us um, attempting to serve faithfully, worship God faithfully, um, uh, live uh, true, sanctified, and, and growing in sanctification Christian lives in the pews and uh, we love our pastor brethren that uh, support us here at Protestia and um, stay researched up with us and listen to this program the other things we do uh, um, and we hope that they're listening but uh, this is specifically coming to you from a um, a lovable pew sitter 
And what I wanted to talk about on this drive, on this podcast, is this this disagreement, it seems, over uh, maybe what our reaction should be or what we should be demanding of our government, our civil government, over um, displays, offensive, uh, quasi-religious displays in government buildings. There was a... Um, maybe a week ago or so. I don't know. I don't know exactly when it was put up, but a display of like, you know, what, what looked like some sort of a makeshift altar kind of looking thing in the state capital of Iowa from the, the satanic temple of Iowa is what they call themselves. And it's, it's like a, it's like a goat head. I don't think it's a real goat skull. I don't think they were allowed to do that, but some goat head and a pentagram and, and candles and, you know, just a, 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 you know, provocative and evil display here put up by the Satanic Temple of Iowa and uh, had a an Iowa either state senator or rep. Um, I want to say his name was John Duvall, but I, I don't have it in front of me because I'm driving a car. Um, but but basically mounted a defense for why, um, why this was done or why it can or should be allowable um, under the law and, you know, made a case. And I, I didn't think it was a terrible case at all for, um, really keeping the government out of the, um, out of the business of adjudicating, uh, the, the, the particulars of true religion. And that's a position that I agree with, but I wanted to talk about why I don't think that it is, um, is applicable in this case. There's a couple different reasons. Um, the, the civil magistrates, biblically speaking, and the way that um, the American founders, I believe, uh, envisioned it, and the way that we, I think we should be advocating for it as, um, as Christians who are also Americans, is um, being, being strong to, to hold our ground on the separation between, this jurisdictional separation between family, church, state, and I would argue... Um, there's even a biblical case to be made for the jurisdiction of the individual, uh, most fundamentally. Uh, but, but we should be holding our ground on that, and yet not not um, it, you know not not trying to uh, analyze these sort of religious displays for anything other than what they actually are. So in the in the case of this display by this satanic temple of Iowa, first and foremost, it's not a this, this this is not a uh, group that actually at least claims. I mean, they this is what they say. They don't actually worship Satan. This is not a uh, a a religious group per se. It's more of an ideological, political, sort of quasi anarchist, libertarian group. And they've adopted this framework, the imagery, and the, and the name you know Satan, and some of the framework of the more. Um, religious Satan worshipers out there in order to be provocative, in order to make a point more than actually, you know, being, trying to worship the being um, named Satan, who is a real being, of course. We understand this biblically speaking. Satan is a real being. He actually exists. Uh, he actually um, is active. He does things. Uh, the Bible indicates that this, this, the world is under, under his dominion currently. Um, the, the, the world. And yet, of course, as Christians, we belong to another kingdom. We are citizens of another kingdom. Uh, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. And we faithfully believe and understand that, that God is, is building that kingdom. Christ is drawing his church to himself 
um, from all tongues and tribes and nations as a spiritual um, brotherhood, as a you know adopted sons and daughters of God, um, because we've been regenerated, we've been made new creations, and yet the lost and fallen world still remains lost and fallen and cursed. And within that world, uh, Satan has influence. This is very clear biblically. And yet this group in Iowa, they, they don't actually worship Satan as some sort of deity. They don't even believe he exists, according to them. And so we're dealing with a display in the, the state capital of Iowa that, um, they, that they've approved based off of um, false, deceptive, lying premises. And when we say as believers that we the, that the Bible grants and God grants the civil magistrate certain authority, the, the power to wield the sword for for certain purposes, one of those purposes is um, is stop to stop lying. Uh, if we look at the, the 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 second table of the Ten Commandments, we see a commandment very clearly to not bear false witness against your neighbor. Lying is never okay. Being deceptive is never okay. Um, and in, in, in the case of, of this display here, not only is it masquerading as a, a, a religious display, which it is not, it's not actually a religious display, but at the same time, it's also um, um, labeling itself and purporting and promoting imagery and uh, the person of Satan, which is uh, held objectively and understandably by um, by this nation and and any any nation that is aware of um, Christian teaching or any 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 religious uh, teaching that understands Satan to be a real being and an uh, you know an evil evil being the most evil, uh, you know, leader of, you know, the fallen angels and those who are in direct warlike rebellion against, against God. Um, this, this display is actively and openly promoting evil, whether, whether, you know, they can claim the technicality of, oh, we don't actually worship Satan or actually what Satan wants is not really all that bad. Um, that's deceptive, it's lying, and it's a promotion of evil. Imagine if I put a display up, or, or I argued, hey, I, I have a church of, this is the, the, you know, this is the church of baby murderers by the glades, and I want to put up a, a display in a government building promoting murder. Or, hey, this is the, this is the, uh, the, the, the church of um, genocide against the Jews. Oh, wait, that, that exists? Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's a bad example, but even that would say, we would say your supposed religious expression here is objectively morally evil. The, the First Amendment right to free speech and freedom uh, of religion and religious expression does not, um, is not categorized or it doesn't supersede the rights of your fellow citizenry. It doesn't, um, it, it doesn't override uh, the the fact that it's actually illegal and immoral to promote, openly promote immorality like this. And that that is part of uh, the charge of the civil magistrate in some cases that to understand, and it's a narrow definition, 
this isn't I, I I would never argue for a wide and open and try to try to wrap up everything under this definition um, application but they, they are charged with the very very narrow um, intersection between expression uh, religious expression and saying what you want to say and being free to do that and rights violating evil objective moral evil against our fellow man um, we've long held that just because you have the freedom to express yourself does not grant you the freedom to um, make bodily threats against people. This is the nature of, of what we've been seeing here with these three college presidents at, at Harvard and at Penn and um, at MIT being pulled before Congress and basically having to hold their ground on the idea that threatening genocide, threatening the murder of people because of their uh, ethnicity, murder, you know, threatening murder against uh, Jewish uh, people, uh, whether students at the school or not, uh, they had to stand before Congress and basically stand and, and basically claim that that was somehow protected speech, that this falls under the First Amendment, calling for um, the actively calling for the murder of an entire people group is protected speech. It isn't. It hasn't been protected speech under our law for some time because our founders and, and, and um, you know, those, those that, uh, you know, basically use Judeo-Christian uh, legal tradition, Western legal tradition, English common law to develop our laws understood that there, there is a judiciable connection sometimes between speech and action. It's like I said, it's narrow. It's narrow, but I would argue that that's exactly what should have caused the Iowa uh, government to disallow this display. Um, not everything is covered under the First Amendment, and direct calls for manifest evil, which no matter what this group says, like they've chosen to use Satan as, as their, their mascot, I guess, maybe you'd say it that way, their symbology, They've chosen to use a words and symbols that directly are are manifestly evil and directly call for manifest evil against fellow fellow uh, fellow citizens. It, this isn't this doesn't fall under the auspices of free religious expression. This isn't just um, a you know peace and goodwill to men, but I'm going to worship God in my own way, or I'm going to worship something else I call God, or whatever. That's not what this is. This, this is a, a group masquerading as a religious group that really is calling for um, uh, anarchy and using evil symbology, things that, I mean, it, if, if they had put the symbol, you know, this, this uh, goat head or whatever up there and then put a sign on it that says uh, something like, um, all Muslims must die or all Christians must die or all Jews must die, you know they wouldn't have let that display be up there. But the, the kind of evil that is promoted through um, satanic imagery is manifestly calling for that kind of evil. That's what, that's what it's doing. It doesn't fall under, under uh, protected religious expression. And again, to, to reiterate, the group is lying about what it is. It's lying about what it is. In, in the same way that the Westboro Baptist Church calling itself a church, saying that it's Baptist and whatnot, is is deceiving people as to what they actually are and what they actually believe. 
Um, I would I would argue uh, it, with, with um, similar levels of evil in some cases. That's what this group is doing. So they again they use Satan. They use. Uh, satanic imagery and all this, not because they're actual deists and they're worshiping the being uh, Satan, but because it tweaks it, it tweaks Christians, it tweaks religious people who know that Satan's real and know that that evil is real, and are are rightly offended by it. They they're tweaking us for the purpose of trying to drive a wedge between um, our religious beliefs, which founded this country, founded are the foundation of our um, civil and legal system, they're trying to drive a wedge between those beliefs and the actual system itself. Now, logically speaking, that can't, that, that can't work unless your goal is to, to obliterate um, the legal system in this country entirely, and maybe that's their goal. But certainly, if you, if you, do, if you disconnect um, the Judeo-Christian English common law biblical biblical legal tradition, biblical understanding from um, the civil magistrate itself, uh, it's really a free-for-all. Because the, the basics of our law, the basics of our common law, the basics of um, the, the reason that we have a system based off of individual liberty and, and individual rights and loving your neighbor is really what that is, uh, legally speaking, the reason we have a system like that is because is because of our religious values. The reason fundamentally that we believe that murdering is wrong and stealing is wrong and lying is wrong is because this is the this is the legal code that God set up. He set this up in the Ten Commandments. That's why you see courthouses still. Um, I don't think they've torn them all down. Displaying the Ten Commandments still in the courthouse. These. This provides God's law provides the foundation for our laws, and so there's no way to no way to get around the fact that um, on on a on a fundamental and very important level, um, our 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 nation does endorse at least a general uh, um, legal code, a legal uh, excuse me, a, a a religious code, a religious morality at a fundamental level. So when you say, well, we want to have our religious display in a state capital, and our religious display um, advocates for, whether by implication or technicality or common understanding, it advocates for murder, and it advocates for lying, and it advocates for stealing, and it advocates for anarchy, and it, it advocates for, rather than um, the legal standard of this country, that people have the right not to be killed and, and the right not to have their stuff stolen and the right to um, to be spoken about truthfully. Um, rather than that, we're going to advocate for exactly the opposite. There, there's no legal protection for that. There's no legal there's no legal protection for advocating lawlessness, advocating anti-Americanism in a you know anti anti uh, common law, anti human rights, anti individual rights. Um, in a, in a government building, and that's what this is. So, um, I the the state senator, and again, I'm forgetting his name, but I thought it was Duvall or something like that. Um, made a made made a good case for keeping government out of the adjudication of uh, true religion. I think that they don't need to be be in there. However. 
Um, that's not what this was. It's not what this display was. And like I said, on a fundamental level, the government does advocate for that, should advocate for that um, with, within limits. Generally speaking, the government should be adjudicating the, uh, the external and the, the public and the civil and the societal um, laws, God's law, the second table of the Ten Commandments, um, it should be adjudicating that and enforcing that on behalf of its citizenry. And yet the church and the family is, is the place where the spiritual adjudication occurs. You know, Paul said um, in, in 1 Corinthians, what do I have to do with judging outsiders? Like when, when we're talking about um, issues within the church, um, we don't take that to outsiders, the lost world, to adjudicate that kind of stuff. And yet they do have a role. The church doesn't bear the sword, right? The church bears the keys. This meaning that, that it is up to the body of Christ, the church, the gathered assembly, those of us who are regenerate and spirit-filled, to um, hold the line and hold the standard on what it means to be a believer in Jesus Christ what it means to be um, truly saved, what is true doctrine, true teaching, and yet we don't try murderers in the church. Um, we don't try you know, thieves in the church. That, that belongs in the realm of a civil magistrate, and we're supposed to submit to our governing authorities for that purpose. Um, and so I, I think that the senator made a, I think it was a senator, Senator or Congressman, I think I think he made a good case for that, that jurisdictional distinction, um, but he didn't seem to address at all the fact that this uh, satanic temple display is openly advocating for lawlessness and evil, or if if they try to pull the technicality and say, oh, that's not what we actually believe. Like we don't actually worship Satan. We don't support uh, any of the teachings of. Um, you know, the, uh, these, these uh, evil and false religions that worship Satan, we just use that term. We just, we just call ourselves a temple, you know, which is, of course is a religious term, generally speaking. But we, we call ourselves a satanic temple um, just to tweak people. Well, then you're lying and you're being deceptive. You're an ideological group at this point, and your, your display in the state house was put there under false pretenses. We don't have any government officials have no obligation to support that either. So I'm not sure why that, maybe that case was made and failed, I don't know, but I'm, I'm not sure why, um, why the, uh, the, the senator was not, was not um, decrying this on that basis. This was disallowable for multiple reasons that honestly have nothing to do with religion. Um, but again, it's not a religious display. It's not a religious display. It is a promotion of rank evil and promotion of values and positions that are directly against not only God's law, but the civil law that, it's, that, that it is based off of God's law. Anyway, I, I hope that that uh, is helpful. I hope that maybe clears some things up if you've been watching this discussion online and, and you're sort of curious as to, you know, where we would land on it. Um, I, I'm not going to get on social media and blast this guy. Um, for his position on it, I, you know, maybe at some point if, if the discussion continues, you know how fast things go on the internet, and so like by the time we're talking about it or the time we've really um, corrected course, people have moved on to something else. It's a little frustrating to be honest, but yeah, if we get the opportunity, that might that 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 should be something that's pointed out to him as a pastor, apparently as a as a pastor, a Christian pastor who's also a lawmaker. It should be pointed out that um, this display in this group uh, would not even fit the definition of what they're trying to do by offering um, 
religious expression for a couple weeks in the state capitol. Um, thank you for riding along with me for this episode of the Bully Pew podcast. Um, hopefully you have a good rest of your week. Go to church on Sunday and gather with the saints for worship. If you happen to be in Colorado, um, maybe I'll see you there. But uh, as always, stay tuned to Protestia. We'll talk to you later. As always, Semper Reformanda.